welcome to the Best Self Podcast. We have got a great episode for the Best Fit Series today. We've got a six-time six state champ. Yep. Six-time yeah, state champ, over 200 wins, uh, at least four undefeated seasons, at least four academic All-State, at least... Uh, Coach Tim Brennan from Bishop Kelly High School, perennial powerhouse, uh, here today to talk to us about recruiting and how to help you and or your kiddo, or if you're a coach out there, how can you give your kids their best shot at finding their best fit? Because that's really, Coach, or that's really what it's about, right? Trying to find their best fit? Yeah, it is. You know, if they're, if they're interested in playing at the next level, there's a lot of different ways and a lot of different areas that they can go play or schools they can go play at. But it's more important than just football. It's got to be a fit in all areas. And so that's something you really got to look at. Right. And some of the time, some of the things we talk about here, a lot of kids, they get caught up in a label. You know, everyone wants to be a D1 guy. And as you know, the best fit for everybody isn't D1. You might be a great fit at an NAI school or a D2 or a D3. And it's a different fit academically and athletically speaking for everybody. Yeah, unfortunately, most of them aren't D1 players. Right. Um, right. And so, you know, there's ways in which they can try to figure out and narrow down where they where they feel they can compete and, and so forth. And so right. there's a process. Right, for sure. And so speaking of the process, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about is as you know guys will contact you coaches will contact you especially with a guy that with your kind of credibility and 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 background it won't even just be it won't even just be about your guys frankly It'll, they'll probably contact you about other guys and cross check but for your guys specifically if a if a d1 guy comes to you or a you know whatever level you know there's a handful of guys in your program that'll instantly come to mind and that, and you'll you'll want to bring them to the table, and you'll talk about a handful of guys. They made it to that table. For all the kids out there, how do they get to that table? Well, you know, they've obviously, you know, beside the recruiting part, they have to work very hard in, in the, the classroom and and on the field and off the season and so forth. But the way that we do it uh, at Bishop Kelly is. As kids come through our program, probably their sophomore year, I start meeting with different classes and just say, let them know. If you are interested in playing at the next level, you, we've got to sit down and have a conversation as early as their sophomore year. And, you know, sometimes as a sophomore, they want to, they want to play at the next level. And then as a junior, maybe they don't. But we've got to have that open communication and one thing that I've done is I've had those kids. And I said, okay, I want you to start putting a list together of schools. You can start with your favorite. You can put LSU as your top school, you know, but I want different levels of schools too. And I explain the levels because some of them don't even right. understand the different levels all the way down to NAI, you know, or, or NCAA right. three. So they put their list of schools together and we sit down individually as a coach and a, and, a, and a player and talk about those, those levels and, and what they have to do and those types of things. And then I put that list together. And so it's easy for me to just send that to a coach or when they stop by, I print it off. And I usually put 
a list in there, and the players don't know this, of what level I think they can play it. Sure. And as a coach, you got to be pretty honest because if you're not, those right. college coaches, they'll find out and they'll oh, know. Yeah. Well, that so doesn't just important. Right. And that doesn't just impact that kid, but if you're not honest and transparent, you're impacting kids that you ha don't even have in your program yet because you're either helping or you're damaging your credibility. Well, yeah, it's, it's just like life. You got to develop a positive, honest relationship with these coaches that come into your program or come into your school. And they got to trust you just as you trust them. Um, and so it's important for you to be as honest as you can. Right. Um, you know, and I've, I, I've had players that I didn't think should go play D1 and they really, really wanted to. So I supported them and helped them get there. Sometimes they were successful. Sometimes they weren't. Right. Uh, and it doesn't just go with the, the stuff. I mean, obviously academics are a big deal, especially at Bishop Kelly, uh, especially if you're looking to go to a, like a D3 school that may not offer uh, athletic scholarship money. Uh, and this, this, so this platform is for every sport, not just football. So, but, uh, but what about their behavior in the weight room? What about their behavior outside the gridiron? How does that play into getting to the table? Well, obviously, the stronger character they are, the harder worker they are, the, the more that you're going to encourage a college coach to show interest in them. Um, you know, we've had hundreds of kids that, that we've that've gone on and, and tried to play or that I've worked with. And, and the stronger character they are, the harder you're going to try to pursue or, or help them get to the school that they want to go to. Uh, but sometimes it's you've got to be real honest with the kid and the parent yeah. and say, you know, uh, I had a kid several years ago that his top school on his list was LSU. And probably a minute into the conversation, I said, we need to take LSU off your list. They are not going to recruit you. Yeah. You know, and so yeah. sometimes it's a hard sell to, you know, sometimes you've got to be honest with them. But I think in the long run, you know, it's, it's the best for the kid and, and uh, the family, and they appreciate it. Right. So what would you say the most, like the most common uh, false paradigm is for recruits? Like what, what are two or three of the most false paradigms, misconceptions of how this whole process works? Well, I, I think part of the, one of the things that has happened in our society and in our sports system is, is sometimes they start, you know, they're in junior high and um, mom and dad and, and the son or the athlete, you know, they, their goal is to go play pro football or pro baseball. And, and that is not realistic. Right. I mean, your goal is should be to be the best football player you can be for your team at that time and continue to get better. Yes. And then as you move forward, you got to be realistic on, you know, where maybe you can play. Um, and there are kids that obviously maybe weren't visioned as a D1 player, but they became a D1 player. And we've had kids like that. And so it's not that they can't go beyond what they're maybe, what you think they might do, but you got to be realistic. And they've just got to be able to be opened and look at the big picture. Uh, look at the school academically, 
geographically where that school might be. Um, that's something that's important for a family, you know, and, and then obviously academically and then football wise and, and they're fit for that program. Yeah. Do, do college coaches typically come to you? Do you have to go to them? How does that generally work? Well, they're, you know, obviously this last spring was as weird as it's ever been, but yeah. you know, normally uh, a lot of college coaches will come to our school, set up an appointment with myself and sit down and we'll visit about our athletes. Sometimes it's a specific player. Um, but there are sometimes a, a, a student might come to me and say, coach, I'm really interested in this school. Well, it might be a school in the Midwest. They're not going to come to Bishop Kelly to recruit. So then I reach out to that school and say that I've got an athlete that's interested. And that's where we start the conversation because, you know, there's a lot of different places. And if you're, and I believe this in all sports, if you're a hard worker and you're a decent, hard nosed football player, baseball player, basketball player, and you want to play college sports, you can find a spot because yeah. there's a lot of different areas that you can go play. Right. Where do you think a, a kid develops that grit and tenacity? Where do you, where do you think that starts? Well, I'm sure it starts at home. You know, it starts at home with their parents and how their parents have raised them and so forth. And then in your program, competing in your program. Um, you know, we're very fortunate at Bishop Kelly that, you know, uh, we got a lot of sophomores uh, that, you know, their goal is to play varsity football, but you got to be a pretty good sophomore to play varsity football, you know, and, and so you just got to keep working and keep working and, right. and uh, you know, do those little extra things. Uh, and that's what's fun to see. Kind of circling back, what does that conversation look like with a coach? A lot of kids – uh, we talked about off air, a lot of kids will put off, not a lot of kids, but some kids will put off a college coach just by the way they handle themselves in a, just in a normal conversation, a normal sit down. What does that look like? Well, the one thing that we've done or that I've done and uh, is, for example, if we've got uh, a, a specific coach coming in, I'll usually know almost all the time, say University of Idaho coaches coming in to recruit our kids, you know, I tell the kids, I find out, I let the kids know that are interested in playing college football. Are any of you interested in the University of Idaho and it, it all to go play for college football? And if they say yes, then I said, okay, we got to have a quick meeting before we have a meeting with that coach. And I tell these guys, I said, that coach is going to say, oh, do you have any questions? And if you don't have a question, that's not good. You have to have a question. So I want you to think about it and write it down what questions do you have, you know, and it could be about football or it could be about, do you offer X uh, major, you know, right. that type of thing academically, because I think that college coach listens to that kid and he says, man, this guy, it's not all about football. It's about getting an education too. And, and that, they want those kids. You know, yeah. They want yeah. those kids too. Yeah. So I think yeah. the, just having them prepared to talk to a coach. Right. And I think when they ask questions, that also also shows that they're genuinely interested. Sure. Those kids, that coach needs to feel like they're a priority. And if they don't, if there's no engagement, that I would think if I were a guy visiting a recruit and I came in there and I did all the talking, and they never had any questions, it, I wouldn't feel like they're that interested if if they're not asking any questions. Do you, 
feel that's pretty accurate? Yeah, I do. And also, I mean, you're talking to this recruit that you're going to be coaching on the field mm. and you want him to find, you know, figure out which ways, ways to get better. Yeah. And sometimes you got to ask a coach, you know, on right. the field, you know, how do you want me to do this? Those types of things. And so I think that that conversation is really important in recruiting is that athlete, you know, visiting with that coach and, and opening up to that coach and asking questions. Right. If you were a college, uh, and we're, we've only got like a minute or two left here. If you were a college coach coming in and a guy wasn't asking questions, could you also possibly tie that into, like, is this guy a self-starter? I know in football, lots of film, right? Uh, is this guy going to get into the film room? Is, is, he, is he intrinsically motivated? Do you think those two could, the per, right or wrong, do you think it could be perceived that way? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think so. They're thinking as they're talking to the athlete. So this guy going to put that extra effort in. Is he going right. to be, you know, is he going to do those things? But, you know, as, as a coach, usually you're in the meeting with them and you can help. Right. I mean, sure. I mean you, can, you can ask the question for the athlete and maybe yes. get that conversa conversation started. Right. Uh, but it's important, I think, also um, to don't lead that college coach on. If I have an athlete that has no intention to go into this school, we're going to tell him. We're going to yeah. tell that coach because I'm not going to waste his time or our time. Right. So it's important just the honesty there. Right. Two last things. Speaking to the coaches out there, I know sometimes it's, it's weird talking to your peers or talking with your peers about stuff. But can you give other – because you've had tons of success. Can you give other coaches – a little bit about what you've learned that you haven't already shared that could maybe help them. Maybe there's a young varsity volleyball coach or a young varsity football coach just getting their feet wet in this profession. What is the best advice you could give them to help your kids find their best fit? Uh, probably, you know, I've, I'm starting my 39th year in education and I've changed. And I've grown and I've matured and I think in a positive way. And I think the number one thing that a coach has to do with his athletes is make sure they understand that we love them, that we love them and we will do anything for them because when they know that they will do anything for you. I mean, I've spoken at a lot of clinics and 20 years ago when I tell a kid I loved him, they might've looked at me like, coach, I know that, but that's kind of weird today. <laughs> When I tell a kid I love them, they say, love you too, coach. And yes. so I think that's the most important thing. That's, that's awesome, man. I love that. Uh, I always, I, we have different kinds of people come on our platform, and I always say that empathy needs to be part of the hiring process. You know, how you make people feel, understanding how other people feel, understanding their perspectives, that stuff's big time. Uh, you got 30 to 45 seconds to talk to all of the you know, young men and women out there looking to find their best fit and be their best self. You have 30, 45 seconds. How would, you how would you ask them to go about doing that? What's most important to you? Well, there's so many things that are important, but one thing is as, a, as an athlete or a student athlete coming into high school, I'm so strong proponent that they, get, they gotta do more than one sport. It's, they got to do more than one sport because they're not only going to learn 
different athletic activities from that sport, but they're going to become a better person by doing baseball and football and basketball and track or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. So don't put all your eggs in one basket because, you know, you may be an amazing athlete and you may be able to go on and play division one football or division one basketball or something like that. But even your experience as a JV baseball player is going to help you be that football player. So open up, you know, work hard and be a team player. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's about us. And when you figure that out, you're going to have great experience. That is awesome. I really appreciate you joining us, big guy. I know that you're busy and you're like the rest of us trying to figure out what's next uh, daily. So thanks a lot for being with us. Thank you very much for having me. You bet. Make a great day.